Hello, and thank you for tuning in uh, to Dave Tyson on CEO and Board Cybersecurity. This is a series produced by Apollo Information Systems to help executives navigate cybersecurity problems. I'm here with Dave Tyson, President and Chief Security Officer of Apollo, and the co-chair of the Cybersecurity Initiative for the Private Directors Association. Today, we are going to talk about how the board should handle risk when it comes to cybersecurity strategy. Dave, thanks for being here, as always. So. Today's topic, um, we have cybersecurity in the boardroom discussions as we speak. What is the board's role here? Yeah, I mean, it, there's a couple of reasons why the board wants to, to get engaged. You know, generally the board works at the strategic level, guiding the organization, providing advice to management. But it is really valuable for the board to be involved in cybersecurity risk because it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a risk at the forefront of pretty much every business today. And Two really good reasons why they want to. One, uh, it's been shown over and over again that, that companies that are uh, strong in risk management are more profitable and have higher growth trends. The second is that the board has an obligation legally to ensure that they are monitoring the risks that face the organization and make sure that the right monitoring system and risk uh, conversation is going on so that they can identify risks to the organization, uh, whether they are publicly traded or privately held, that, that, that obligation still exists. Well, there's, um, there tends to be a, a, a tendency to go through compliance as sort of the check boxes that you have to go through to make sure that your risk is mitigated. What, what should organizations be looking at? You know, compliance is really important. And there are a number of reasons why, whether it's a regulatory compliance framework that you follow like PCI or, 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 or those types of things, Sarbanes-Oxley, or uh, you know, a best practice like the NIST cybersecurity framework. These are all important things organizations do for many reasons, some of them being to serve their customers or because they want to ensure that they are you know, getting a, a broad-based framework to measure against. It's important though not to confuse the two uh, you know, from security or compliance, because they're, they're very, very unrelated in many ways, in that compliance tends to be the minimum required that's being asked of an organization to do. And in this day and age, organizations uh, move, have to move very quickly in business. And compliance moves very slowly because it's based off of years of conversation and, and, uh, and analysis. But, but the bad guys move a lot faster. So you have to be doing your security and having that conversation so that you can look at your overall risk. Yes, the compliance function is important. And yes, your audit committee often is the one who's managing that for you. But it is, a, it is really a separate topic from cybersecurity. And, and also, uh, cybersecurity is often tied to IT. And is, is IT the problem here? Is that where we should be focused? Well, there's a lot of people who believe that it's kind of a fox in the hen house scenario. The job of the security program is to, you know, is to drive progress and reduce risk for the organization. And in many cases, that puts them at odds with other IT initiatives that, that they're trying to operate uh, to move the business forward. And so in, in a lot of organizations, you see the security leader actually reporting outside of IT to the general counsel, the CFO, uh, the COO, or sometimes directly to the board. Um, and, it, and, it, and it is showing actual real benefits for having that happen. 
Now that doesn't mean that they're not that the CIO and the CISO are not tied at the hip. But really, if you really want to manage that risk, you have to get it out of the IT shop and get it into the business. Because the business is where you should be managing the risk and making the risk decisions about how much risk is tolerable for the business. Burying it in IT a couple of levels down, all that's going to do is put it at, at risk of, of losing out in you know, competitive situations with you know, some other driver in the IT shop. So, so there's there's compliance. There's looking at the business uh, as a minimum. But what what are the right metrics that a board should be focused on when when asking organizations to report to them? Yeah, absolutely, it's really important, and it's and it hasn't been done exceptionally well in the last number of years because they tend to be driven from the security or from the IT organization. But but really, the board should be looking at what are those things that are critical. What are those crown jewels that if they if they lose them. Or, or they become unavailable, whether it's availability of your network, availability of what it is you do, like in the Colonial Pipelines case, or, or, or just whatever that loss is, intellectual property, um, that those are the metrics that are, that are really being driven to that conversation. So the risks or the threats that face the things that matter the most, that are strategic in nature to the organization, is really the board conversation, or it should be. Much of the time, we see a lot of uh, conversations like, "Oh, what's our, you know, mo- you know, multi-factor authentication project status going? You know, how much money have we spent?" And we have to go back to the fact that the amount of money you spend is irrelevant. It does not guarantee you success. It's what are you working on? What are you protecting? And how well are you doing it? And those are the, the kind of metrics that you want to be be talking about. How are we doing at managing that risk? What percentage of that risk are we reducing and how much do we know about the risk that faces those things that are that are you know the biggest threat to our organization because you can't measure uh, you can't measure and defend against every possible thing do do boards tend to minimize cybersecurity and its importance you know what, you know, what do they need I, to demand yeah i know i don't i don't think a lot of them minimize it i think there's a disconnect fundamentally in many boards where they see it as important. All of the surveys suggest that senior executives and boards see cybersecurity as a real risk. But when you ask them, you know, who's on your cybersecurity risk committee on the board, you know, and what you tend to get is a lot of crickets, right? They'll either bury it in the audit committee um, uh, or they'll, or it doesn't, you know, it's 10 minutes uh, once a quarter for somebody to charge into the room and try to give some filtered amount of information that's somehow tactical in nature. And somehow that is supposed to, to give the board the information they need to, uh, you know, to really manage that risk. And it's just not, it's not good enough anymore. No, you really need to have that board risk committee that's dealing with cybersecurity uh, in, in depth because understanding the board's business, the company's direction, the strategy and how, how you secure that You've got to align those strategic decisions that you make as a company with the with the risk decisions, the trade-offs, just like any other risk in the organization. So that's really, you know, that's really, really important stuff. So you've talked about protecting the crown jewels uh, and also how budget sometimes figures into that. And, you know, what should uh, organizations look at in terms of spending for cybersecurity? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who, who try to benchmark against others in their industry, and, and it's proven to be really fruitless um, because what you spend or what somebody else spends really d- 
doesn't give you great uh, results in terms of, 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 the, of the types of protections you get. You have to do it on the right things that are relevant to you for the attackers and the, and the threats that face your specific organization. And so when you think about spend, the way I'd like to think about it is, if you know what the crown jewels are, you really truly understand what the threats are to them and you have great uh, you know, detection and, and analysis of those threats, you can then begin to look at, well, what do I need to do to protect against those? And from that, you can determine what the spend needs to be. You can choose to spend it over periods of time, but, it, but either way, you're going to be accepting a level of risk because if you choose it over one year, two years, or three years, you're accepting risk. And even if you don't spend anything at all, you're automatically accepting the risk of bad things happening. So really, it's a case of aligning your spend. Uh, you know, the, the whole idea about having a fixed budget for security is very difficult uh, because what happens when the risk changes? It changes dynamically every day. And so business decisions change risk, threat actors change risk, and technology changes risk. So the ability to dynamically assess and, and make risk decisions uh, and then talk about budget later is, is probably the, the best way when, if your goal is to actually protect the organization. Now, finally, can you talk a little bit more about uh, bringing cybersecurity into the core business strategy? You said that it really needs to transcend only IT. Yeah, absolutely. And the way I like to think about that is, 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 is simply this. When you make a business decision, we're going to do M&A, we're going to go into a different geography, we're going to uh, go into a different product line, um, or service a different customer in a different way, you have to tie the risk decision right there. You can't wait downstream. When you do an M&A, you buy something, you, you're accepting whatever risk after you purchase it. But doing the security work weeks later is just going to increase the cost to actually protect you. And if you don't, then you're just accepting the risk. So by marrying the risk decision, just like you would marry the financing risk decision and other risk decisions, the legal ones, at the time the decision is made, you have the best opportunity to optimize your risk and spend uh, trade-off. Well, that's great. Uh, thanks for your time today. I think that's uh, all of our discussion on this particular topic, but we're going to come back uh, in the next episode and talk more about uh, easy management for uh, creating a framework that the board can use to understand and manage the risk. Uh, so tune in for that. Apollo Information Systems expert senior leaders are experienced global CISOs who can help you develop your own customized program and create a competitive business advantage through great cybersecurity. Send a message to your customers that you are serious about protecting your firm and their information. Check us out at Apollo-IS.com. PDA provides information, education, and training on how boards and executive leadership can enhance understanding of cybersecurity governance and much more. Check PDA out at privatedirectorsassociation.org.